Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. My name is Don Stott. I am a father who experienced estrangement from one of my adult children firsthand. Welcome to Beyond the Pain, a place where parents of estranged adult children can find peace and healing. In each episode, I hope to share stories that'll help you through some of your darkest hours. To bring this out of the shadows and stop being ashamed. Then to build you up and inspire you to love yourselves even more. I want to start by reminding you that I am not a therapist or a doctor. I'm just a guy who's been there and wants to help you have a life past our estranged children. If you need mental help coping with this or have thoughts of hurting yourself or someone else, please seek professional help. because our mind generates our thoughts, which generates our feelings. Um, my husband and I used to have a, we did a couples class. Yeah. And one of the things we did um, was we had, sounds kind of crazy, but we had them negotiate um, as a couple that they were going to be on a deserted island and they had to figure out the things they wanted to do. And oh. so they're, they're stranded on this island and they have to do these different exercises. Well, then they get rescued by a ship. Yeah. And they're all happy and they're celebrating. And then the ship sinks and everybody dies. Mm. <laughs> and I know it sounds horrible, but then they had to go and write the other person's eulogy and get oh, up wow. and present it to the whole class. And mm. their spouse was sitting there next to them and they were up there just crying and bawling like the grief was real. Right. And right. so we, what we would do is we would come in and debrief them on this and, and, the question was, was where are these emotions coming from? Because your spouse, they're like, my spouse is dead. I'm like, your spouse is sitting right there. Right. That's your spouse right there. Why don't you say these things to them now? You know, so the emotions was being generated by their thoughts. Wow. That's and so powerful. It is powerful. If you become the observer of your thinking, then you're empowered your life can change. Wow. My sure. life can change. <laughs> and that's yeah. another thing speaking. We do a lot of speaking from I. So, you know, it's easy when people are talking, they'll say, well, you know, you do this and you do that. And it's like, I don't do that. You know, because we take responsibility for our thoughts and what we're saying. Yeah. When we say, I think that I do that. I'm the one. Um. Because it's really easy to, you know, kind of distance ourselves from owning our thinking. Right. 
I hear people say, you know, well, you know, they're upset or they're jealous and you know, you're jealous. And I'm like, I'm not jealous. That's those are your thoughts. <laughs> so anyway, if other people, your other family members who weren't aware or didn't know quite as much or whatever, or maybe friends that were close to you and the kids or whatever, when they asked about things, how did you handle talking about it? Well, again, I, and I'm not above this. One of the things that I personally work on is just not giving away my power. So if somebody thinks about something about me, like whatever, I don't really, I just, I'd like to say I don't care. I do. I want to be liked. I mean, everybody wants to be liked, right? And we don't want to drive our friends away by just being toxic and talking about it all the time. Um, you know, we haven't really had a lot of that. I mean, people will say, how are your kids? And I'm like, oh, you know, we've got some that love us and some that are kind of distant. So, and some, you know, like I think you and I chatted before we were recording, I got a text from the one daughter today, just right before we jumped on here. And I haven't talked to her in, I mean, it's, I've talked to her very briefly. There's been maybe a text here on mother's day or on her birthday. I'll text her, um, but haven't spent any time with her in three years. And she just texted us and said, Hey, you know, I want to come over and talk. Um, and she wants to come over today. So that'll be interesting. That will be Um, interesting. You'll have to keep me posted. (laughs) There is, the interesting thing is, is I really, our family was always very close. Yeah. And it was when other people came in, um, I have my, my daughter-in-law and then my other, um, daughter has a girlfriend and, you know, it's really interesting. We don't have any judgment on her lifestyle. She does, you know, whatever she's an adult, she gets to decide who she wants to love and how she wants to live and all of that. And the weird thing is, is she keeps saying that we have judgment on it. And I'm like, no, I don't, I really don't have judgment on it. Like I don't, you're 30 years old, like whatever. And, um, it's almost like, you know, she's feeling that way. And it's coming out and she's wanting to put it on us. Right. And it's like sometimes they almost, maybe they don't want it, but they almost want that yeah. to be the case. Yes. And so, but her girlfriend has been very, I saw it happening before us. She had her cut off every one of her friends. They were in my kitchen and she said, you need to call that girl. And, and I said, you've been friends with that girl your whole life. And she goes, well, you've even said she doesn't treat me well. And I said, well, that doesn't mean you cut her off. You set some healthy boundaries. That's on you. If you are, you know, you teach people how to treat you. And if you're not setting a healthy boundary with them, then that's your fault if they're not treating you good. If somebody not treating me good, I say, hey, look, you know, if you want a relationship with me, you need to treat me well. Right. And if you're not willing to do that, then, you know, this, we may part ways. But yeah. Um, she, I watched her cut off everybody in her family, including her other siblings. So the siblings are a little bit, the hard part is our youngest, Mm -hmm. um, because we had two boys and two girls. And then we have our oldest daughter. That's my husband's. 
And the youngest is the one that works with me and spends a lot of time with us. And it's hard on her because she would like to have a relationship with everybody, but they don't want anything getting back to mom and dad. And, you know, she's in the middle and we're like that too. I'm like, what did they say? <laughs> I want to know, like, what how, do the, do you know why? And she's like, no, they won't talk about it. And, yeah. Um, and poor kid, that's gotta be hard. Yeah. I mean, she's 26 years old. She's engaged. She's getting ready to be married. She's like, do I invite him in my wedding? Like I, I love my siblings, but I haven't heard from them. She hasn't heard from them either. Right. So I know our oldest daughter, when she got married, was during the middle of the estrangement, and she chose not to invite my son. And then when we all got back together and was talking again, that was something that he was very hurt about. Mm -hmm. But it was like, well, you weren't, you cut everybody off. Mm -hmm. So we had no way of knowing where your head was at, you know, whatever. I don't know what she told him exactly, but, but he was upset about it. I'm like, I, I, I begged them in the beginning, him and his, well, him, um, to not let what was going on with us affect his, his two sisters. You know, I just really asked him not to do that. And it did. So it's like, what do you do again? They're adults. Yeah, it's really, and the thing about responsibility and empowering others to be responsible is they also have the consequences of their choices. So, you know, if they cut us off and, you know, we've had questions about our, our finances and our, our, you know, our trust. No, I agree. And, you know, part of the people that I've, several people I've talked to do talk to and a lot of people in the Facebook group that I'm a part of, that I'm one of the admins in, um, that question comes up a lot. And I see various answers. Um, you know, oh, I will, I will cut them off. No, they're, they're done. They don't, they don't want anything to do with me. Great. That's their decision, whatever. And then there's the other side of the coin. Well, I can't do that. You know, I, I, I feel like, you know, they'll, then they'll know when, when they get the inheritance or whatever. And I'm like, me, I don't really have to worry about that because I don't have really much to give <laughs> so, <laughs> when I'm gone. But, um, but I don't, I think I would be on more on your side of the coin of that too, because for the same reason, you know, if, if I'm not worthy of even a mention or even a, a, a visit or a call from now and then, then why? what 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 purpose does it serve i guess to to do that and and not that i would do it to be spiteful necessarily although i'm sure part of that human nature is but but again why i wouldn't give it to my neighbor across the street mm-hmm. and if they're about the same as that then just because they may have come from my you know dna doesn't make them necessarily uh, close enough to be sharing that with. That's my personal opinion. So, um. well, I think there's also sometimes kids, and this is just my own personal view. I haven't read this. I don't. I mean, there's nothing backing it. I'm not a doctor or anything, <laughs> but I have noticed when I go back and look at my own early adulthood. 
um, there was a breaking away from my parents yeah. um, because they still wanted to parent. And I noticed when I went back to my parents' house, I still kind of went back into childish behavior. And so I remember kind of having a sort of a breaking away from them so that I could really like stand on my own. Like, I don't need them. Right. You know, there was something in my my brain that it was like, I don't need them. And then I had to, you know, and I, I moved to Arizona. My dad was just heartbroken and I was like, I'll be fine. He was worried about me, of course. And I think I was 22 or 23 years old. Yeah. And I'm getting in my car driving away from Nebraska. You know, that's a long way. And he's that like is. standing in the driveway crying. And I'm, oh. and I'm like, it'll be fine, you know, because at 23, I knew everything. You knew everything. <laughs> and, um, you haven't learned a single thing since then because you knew everything. I knew everything. And anything that I didn't know, I just made up and said I knew. Right. <laughs> so anyway, I, I do remember then when I started to have kids kind of stepping back in and going, oh, now I want them in my life. I want yeah. them around my kids. I want them to be grandparents. And, and unfortunately, my parents were older when they had me. I was the baby. Yeah. And you so just, they didn't, you know, by the time I kind of figured out I wanted them around, they were very elderly and they, that wasn't possible. And I do believe our kids will look back at some point and go, man, that kind of sucks. I lost a lot of time with mom and dad. Cause I think our kids will come back. Yeah. Um, and maybe they won't, I don't know, but I, I'm really over giving it a lot of emotional because after losing a child, and then for right. them to do this, it pisses me off, quite frankly. And I don't know if for I can sure. put it on here, but I get pissed off about it. For sure. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the emotions you work through. Um, you know, there's there's so many of them. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I was angry on a number of occasions, you know. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it would be for, I mean, something I couldn't even quite put my finger on, you know, is, is what triggered it. So, yeah. Um, but you definitely run the gamut. So, no, I was just, you know, having a son that died and they watched what we went through. Oh. And then I do the, I flip it and I go, well, they went through that too. It was their brother, you know? So that, that actually caused a lot of challenges in our relationships with them because they didn't think we handled it. You know, like I was just, I was very selfish in my grief. I really was. I just didn't know how to navigate it. Right. And I just, it was like being on the ocean. I always say I ha it took me three years to get my sea legs with it, to be able to stand correctly. And so it's, it's kind of like when, when I'm in emergency mode, you know, I have to take care of myself to, to make sure that I'm good. It's kind of, you know, you heard the whole thing of the, the oxygen mask falls, do your, do your, you know, get yourself right first and then you can help others. But if you're not right, you can't. And so I went through that. And, but for them, you know, Emma was 16. So by the time I kind of came out of it, she graduated high school. She was in college. Mm. Those were very formative years. And not that I completely neglected her, but I just right. wasn't emotionally available for some of the things she was going through. And I've talked to her about it and she's like, mom, I don't, it's fine. Like, I know it yeah. was just really hard on all of us. And, um, you know, so I know the older kids, even though I haven't really had a chance to talk to them in that depth, like I do Emma, right. um, they're very, um, 
I'm sure they have issues around that. Yeah. You know, for sure. For sure. Um, well, but I mean, it's, yeah. I, and I never actually thought about it until you mentioned it, you know, flipping it and looking at from their lens, you know? Um, so they obviously, you know, from a different perspective had, uh, some other issues too with with your son passing so um so yeah that's just uh that's a terrible thing um so back to the estrangement um and obviously early on because i know you've worked through stuff not that you don't still necessarily think about it but um we've talked about your um well let me just did you experience um, like physical pain along with the emotional pain for the estrangement part? Well, as I said, we've gone through, you know, we went through the grief recovery. Right. And that's one of the things they call it accidents and injuries. Okay. Um, it's very, very common when you're grieving to actually create. And, and when I say create, I don't mean like you're consciously doing it. Right. Right. Um, it kind of goes back to that grief app where it's running all the time in the background and it's draining you. And there's also a, it can draw your attention elsewhere. And so you may not be present like you need to be if you're driving or if you're walking or if you're doing something, it's easy to have accidents. Yeah. Um, so I'm very aware of that. Again, it goes back to that awareness. And so, um, I don't think that I've had that. I mean, I've always had fibromyalgia. I had that years ago. I had a friend that was murdered and (laughs) that was an ugly thing that I went through and it kind of helped prepare me for this, um, quite frankly, but she, um, I got fibromyalgia after she died and I, I had it for a few years. It was hard to navigate and I wasn't sleeping. And, you know, when you don't sleep, it can cause, physical pain. So I'm going to say, no, I haven't from this, from this after my son died. I mean, yeah, I was, I just didn't feel good all the time. And, uh, you know, I was tired and whatnot sleeping. And, and I think that's normal in grief. I think so. Um, you know, I know I've talked to, you know, a number of people that they do, you know, and even, and even with me, a lot of the emotional stuff just caused physical issues with me. So I know it's pretty common. Um, not that everybody does it, but it's, you know, common. I'm probably with you having the, the background of having the tools that you've talked about from, from your counselor, um, probably helped navigate some of that too, to, to try to try to not go through some of that. So. Well, just the one where could you let it go? Would you win? Yeah. That one. I mean, whenever I feel, you know, when I realize oh, I'm carrying it again, it's like when you realize the app is open on your phone, you close it. Right. Yeah. So close the app and then I do well for a while. And then I realize, oh, I picked it up again. Dang it. You know, because and even with the, you know, with the estrangement, I pick it up, I put it down. Right. I pick it up, I put it down. Um, I have more my anger is more geared towards their spouse, you know, that they have been, and, and my child, my adult child, my jumbo shrimp there, 
Um, you know, uh, listening to somebody else, it, and I don't know what else said, but I, you know, I've seen, I've observed behavior right. that is very controlling, um, right. almost like I want to be the only one in your life and you're spending too much time with them. So, you know, you need to stop that kind of thing. I, I have a very good friend. She's not estranged from her child. Well, not yet. Um, but his new wife and they just had a child um, is going through exactly that. He, she's isolating him from everyone. Um, the mom can only, I mean, uh, the, she only gets to talk to him on the phone when he's like not around the house because the new girlfriend or wife now gets upset. And, you know, it, it's, it's sad um, that, that it's like that and that they allow them to do that. And, and that so many people in the world um, are going through that. So it's, yeah, there's an insecurity there that, um, you know, they're concerned and, and with both of them, I'm, I've done a lot of coaching and sometimes I coach when I shouldn't, it's that me putting my cape on, you know, right. And I'm like, wait, what did you just say? Like, I have a tendency to call people out, which isn't, isn't great. I mean, (laughs) and so they know that I'm on to their behavior. Right. And so that doesn't help because now they're like, you know, of course I didn't realize this until after the fact, but now they're like, Ooh, she's on to me. Like she can see me. She can see this. And so they have to get her out of the picture going through the, estrangement um have you come through the other side with like any anything positive that has come out of that for you oh yeah lots of stuff um i would say the number one thing uh, my husband and i both have it sounds funny but we've we've worked on loving ourselves and i hear people say love yourself more love yourself less I don't look at love that way. I think love can expand. So maybe more, I don't know. But as a human, I think it's very important that each one of us loves ourselves, Because when we love ourselves, we want to do more and be better. And we want to, we want to expand that we have more to give. Um, And it also is more of what I would call an outward focused, um, love is outward focused. If I'm, you know, Mother Teresa, you know, she was just taking care of business. It it doesn't have to be like, I'm focused on myself. I love myself. Like, you know, (laughs) nothing weird about it. But just like having that, how can I care for others if I'm not caring for me? I have to care for myself and take care of myself And I mean, you know, for me, it's been the weight because like I said, I gained 55 pounds and 10 years later, it's like, I mean, I've, I've gone up, I've gone down, I've gone up, I've gone down and I'm doing the yo-yo thing. And so the weight has been, um, my drug of choice has been food, you know, to medicate myself. And so looking at that and going, it's a choice in every moment. Right. 
and instead of looking like at the whole thing, it, it's like, take care of myself and my husband too, because he's always been a giver. We lived our whole lives, you know, raising kids and taking care of kids. And, you know, I won't fix the lawnmower because, you know, this kid needs to go to college and I got to help them with that. And, you know, so, and not saying that's not love, but it's just time for us to take care of ourselves and do some things for ourselves. And I think that's a positive for me. That's a positive because for sure, otherwise you could just keep going on and on until the day you die and, you know, give away everything you have to people that um, are willing to take it and not do anything for yourself. You know, someone else just brought that up to me recently. Um, um, a friend, a daughter of a friend who happens to be the same age as our, as our kids, but we're, we've grown very close. Um, and they asked, she asked, well, what does Don like to do? I'm like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, always been worried about being a, a father and a husband and whatever, yep. but not just me. So I have to get back to you on that. <laughs> You're right. It's like, we're so busy doing all this other stuff that we are the last thing on our mind. So, um, definitely um starting with ourselves loving ourselves and and being kind to ourselves and then you can push it out from there yeah so um if your estranged child was listening right okay. now is there anything you'd like to say um you know i love I love all my kids very much. I want the best for them. I want them to be happy. If this makes them happy, then that's, you know, that's their choice. Um, I want to support them in being adults. I don't want to be the parent anymore, any more than right. they want to be the child. And, and so I want them to, I mean, part of having freedom is you have freedom, right? And right. so I want them to have freedom. And if they don't want us in their life, that's their, that's their choice. They have the freedom to do that. Um, I do believe that it's a mistake. I think at some point in their life, they'll look back and go, gosh, you know, I, because I, the only reason I think that is because I've done that as an adult, right. right? I've looked back. I remember my dad called me. I was in my forties. I was building a real estate empire. Right. And then he said, he called me and he goes, I was just thinking about you today and I was busy. Right. And I said, Oh, okay. I said, well, good dad. Thank you. I appreciate that. And he said, you know, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of the business, the businesswoman that you've become. And that's awesome. That's awesome. We don't we don't always get that. So so that's really cool. Sorry. Um, that's okay. That's okay. Take your time. Um well, I really appreciate uh your time today. I think I think with some of the tools that you've um, shared with us from from your experiences um, that it will definitely touch some people. So I appreciate that. Um, I, uh, you know, started this about three years ago now and just with the intention of trying to help anyone, one person, you know, to not go through some of the some of the things that I went through, or at least to know that they're not alone or, or whatever you want to put in there. Um, so right. it's been, 
been very important to me. Do you um, have any final thoughts that you'd like to share? Well, yeah, just, I mean, I got a little choked up there, you know, but I think when I look back on that, you know, my dad passed shortly after that and he was sitting in his chair in Nebraska watching the squirrels or whatever he was doing and reflecting. And I have found myself doing that. You know, when I look back to that moment, it's like I could have stepped away. I could have taken lunch. I could have listened to him and really been appreciative. And I was a young woman. I was, you know, driving my business and I'm just like, all right, dad, whatever. And I really do think my kids will have those moments and those moments are emotional. They're not fun to carry because I don't have that opportunity now to go back and, you know, talk to my dad. So he's been gone. You may never know that they have them, but I'm sure they will. You know, I mean, how can they not, even if it's, even if they don't express it for themselves (laughs) somewhere in there and maybe I'm naive, but somewhere in there, gotta think that, they will have that moment of sure. of reflection. So, well, I know my kids, and they're yeah. and you know they're they're actually amazing adults. I mean, people meet them, they love them. They're like, wow, they're so responsible, and they're you yeah. know, and so I mean, it's not like they're just spoiled brats. You know, right. that's not the case. Um, and again, you know, we have had. Um, we've had fights in front of them that we shouldn't have had and we've done things we shouldn't have done. And, and, you know, but the best thing we can do is work on ourselves and hopefully that they see that we're, we're human beings and we're faulty. It's just the way it is. So I know I really, I appreciate what you're doing because it has helped me. I binge listen to your podcast. (laughs) So that was great. And, you know, having, hearing other people and being able to connect with, their stories and you know i don't always see it exactly the same way but i it helps me see like oh okay maybe i can look i I always try to look at it through my kids eyes like what are they seeing that you know yeah it's helpful so i appreciate everything that you're doing on this so i'd like to thank michelle for coming on the show I really appreciate the insights you were able to give some of us, and I hope that um, I hope that things um, work out well for you and your estranged child. Um, please, if anyone else would like to um, contact me, I feel free to email me at beyondthepainpodcast at gmail.com. Also, please remember to like, share and subscribe to the videos. Uh, It really helps and comment on the videos. So um, again, I appreciate all you guys listening and I will look forward to seeing the next, see you seeing you in the next video. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.